The following is a presentation of Hawkeye's Mike LLC. Wadley on the handoff, a cutback, bumped into alignment, breaks a tackle, and runs it in for a touchdown for Iowa. Mark, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> I thought for sure it was a passing situation. Clearly, Nebraska did too. And that's why it's a good play call by <laughs> yeah. Brian Ferentz, the offensive Absolutely coordinator. Absolutely is. And for the Hawkeyes looking for their seventh win of the season, they have their first seven points. Wadley, the 20-yard touchdown run on third down. They tie the game. Hello and welcome into Quick Hits here on Hawkeyes Mike. I'm your host, Tyler Chumlin. The final edition of Quick Hits for the regular season. Iowa Bowl eligible, so we will have one final edition of quick hits here on Hawkeyes Mike later on after we know where Iowa's going to their bowl game and they play in that bowl game. We'll talk about that coming up here in a little bit, but one final game for the Hawkeyes, the Heroes Trophy rivalry game. It is a rivalry game. In the past, I'm on record as saying, you know, not really necessarily a rivalry game. At this point in time, it's definitely a rivalry. What I said to make it a rivalry, what needed to happen was Iowa needed to be good and Iowa needed to win games. Well, Iowa's done that. They've won a lot (laughs) of games recently. Three of the last four, they won this one big over Nebraska. Final score, 56-14. to I've had a lot of fun with you guys this year on Quick Hits, doing things a little differently. I like to do that, talk about the score right away, get through the highlights, get through the big plays in the game, and then get right into the stats, and then analyze what's going on for the Hawkeyes. This has been an interesting year, to say the least. The big win over Ohio State, the egg they laid on the road against Wisconsin, and then last week, the embarrassment loss to Purdue, who is bowl eligible, by the way. We'll get into Big Ten scores here coming up in a little bit. I'm your host, Tyler Chumlin. Follow me on Twitter, at Tyler Chumlin, at Hawkeyes Mike on Twitter as well. Final one of the regular season, let's do it. Nebraska starts with the ball after Iowa defers. They get to midfield, but they stall. Punt. Iowa goes three and out. Not a good look for the Hawkeyes to start the game. Rasteter fumbles the snap on the punt, recovers it, but Nebraska takes over at the Iowa 15-yard line. Three plays later, Tanner Lee finds Stanley Morgan Jr. for 14 yards. That's a touchdown. Nebraska 7-0 Huskers. Kickoff caught by Smith-Marset at the one-yard line near the sideline. Should have let it go out of bounds. He steps out of bounds. Iowa first and 10 from their own one-yard line. 99 yards to go. Not a problem. The Hawkeyes, 15 plays, 99 yards later, including Akram Wadley carries for 19, 9, and 20. The 20 yarder was a touchdown scamper. Iowa ties it up 7 to 7. 15 plays, 99 yards, 7 18. Time elapsed. Husker ball. End of the first quarter with second and six at their own 39. Huskers get down to the Iowa 19 where they get stopped. Fourth and two. They fake the field goal. Iowa all over it. Huskers lose five yards on the play. Iowa can't get much going though. They go three and out. Nebraska, Tanner Lee finds some momentum with four nice completions on the ensuing drive. Touchdown pass to Morgan this time from 28 out. Eight plays, 75 yards, 3.04 time elapsed. Nebraska hanging on, trying to weather through Iowa's stuff in the beginning of the game. 14 to 7, Huskers lead at home. Iowa ball at their own 25 with 6.18 left in the half. Three and out, but Rastetter hit by Butler on the punt. Iowa's drive gets new life. First down, Wadley rushes left, goes for 29 yards. He fumbles the football as he's hit, but Smith-Marset recovers it. Akram Wadley, after the game, was asked about this play. It was kind of a wild one. He gets hit from behind, and he fumbles the ball inbounds, but Smith-Marset's right there. Here's Wadley talking about Smith-Marset. He's pretty appreciative. Listen to this clip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hugged him. Yeah. I told him, man, I, that's my man. That's my little bro. 
after the Marset recovery on the big play by Wadley. Wadley goes for eight. Then James Butler gets the first down. Stanley finds Nick Easley this time for nine yards. Butler gets the first down again down to the Nebraska eight. Third and goal. Stanley looking right. Finds Noah Fant to the right for a touchdown. Iowa 20 seconds remaining in the half. 11 plays. 75 yards. 5.53. Time elapsed. Unbelievable play by Stanley. Nice throw right through the defender's arms. Hits Fant in the end zone. Ties it up. 14 all at halftime. Iowa gets the ball at the second half. Now they get a little momentum, scoring the scoring the touchdown late in the late in the first half. Trying to ride that momentum out into the second half, they do so in a big way. Iowa opens up the second half with an Amir Smith Marset big kickoff return for a touchdown called back on a penalty. But Iowa starts from the Nebraska 22. Wadley goes for 11. Easily runs the ball for six. Wadley goes for three. Drake Kulik, the fullback, a little bit of love there for the first down, gets one yard. Then Wadley one yard touchdown run. Hawkeyes take the lead. 21 to 14. Defense shows up. Nebraska goes three and out. Iowa gets the ball at their own 44. Stanley hits Noah Fant for 44 yards this time. James Butler, the senior, 12-yard touchdown run. Hawkeyes blow it open 28 to 14. Two plays, 56 yards, 34 seconds. Time elapsed. Nate Stanley after the game on the momentum coming out of the half. You're talking seven offensive plays, not including the kickoff return that went for a touchdown with the penalty. Seven offensive plays, two big touchdowns. Here's Stanley after the game talking about second half momentum. Yeah, no, we do that. We uh, we have the ball come out of half, and uh, you know we always talk about starting fast. And, uh, you know, again, the offensive line did a great job at, at springing some springing some runs, and uh, you know, it's, uh, the defense did a great job. You know, early in the third quarter, and you know got, got us some ball in some short fields, and uh, you know, we were able to take advantage of it. Nebraska gets the ball back. Third and four. Josie Jewell reaches up, snags the jump ball, interception out of the air. Here's Jewell on the interception after the game. Big turnover for the Hawkeyes, up 28 to 14. Yeah, I mean, I was um, man covering back. Um, ran up then, you know, tried to play create some space, not, not have him, uh, you know, run a different route around the station and put him up. And uh, somebody tipped it or somebody, you know, hit the quarterback while he was throw it and hit off somebody and somehow come up with it. You know, finally, I had some good hands. The senior Jewel. Hawkeyes start with the ball at the Nebraska 40. Two plays later, Wadley goes for 11. Wadley goes for 29. Touchdown run. Hawkeyes. Akram Wadley finds the end zone from 29 yards out. Here's Akram Wadley after the game talking about the big touchdown to put Iowa up 35-14. to 14. I felt like they was um, closing in on me, so I tried to take it out. They cut my outside, so I just went back in. Huskers, not much doing on offense. They go three and out again. Iowa at the Nebraska 47 this time. Wadley, first down, not much else. Can't really get much going here. They stall a little bit. They go for it on fourth down. Can't convert at the 29. Nebraska gets down to the Iowa 34, but completion from Lita Morgan Jr. on fourth down. Doesn't get it. He only gets two yards, needed five. Turnover on downs. Hawkeye ball at the Iowa 32. Second down, Stanley finds Fant. Outraces the defense on the right side of the field for a 68-yard touchdown score. He high steps into the end zone, called for unsportsmanlike conduct. Let's go ahead and play the clip from Fant on the touchdown, and then we'll go ahead and play the clip on from Fant on the little celebration he had after the game. I was really excited. Uh, my, once I cleared the corner, my main focus was not to let, you know, use my stick and get angle tackled. So, um, so yeah, you get streaking down the sideline, though, that's, 
That's something that I remember for a long time. There's Noah Fant on the big 68-yard touchdown score, his second of the day from Stanley. Now here's a clip on him celebrating. Well, may maybe celebrating. That's how their officials saw it. He didn't see it that way. Here's Fant after the touchdown. You know, I did it because I didn't want to get. I wanted to score. Um, you know, it was, it was called as a flag. Um, I personally don't think it was unsportsmanlike conduct, but you know, uh, from the rest point of view, he thought it was. So, um, you know, following the kickoff though, uh, our kicker was able to put it in the back of the end zone, so uh, it didn't hurt us too much. So. Uh, yeah. Iowa leads 42 to 14. Nebraska goes three and out. Then Iowa goes three and out. Third quarter ends. Nebraska gets the ball. They got to get something going if they want to get back in this football game. They get down to the Nebraska 39, drive stalls on another interception for the Iowa Hawkeyes. Ben Neiman this time for the Hawkeyes, the linebacker, steps in, picks it off. Iowa gets the ball back. They bring in their backups, especially in the backfield. Running backs Torin Young and, Ke and Ivory Kelly Martin come in. Torin Young totes it four times. Ivory Kelly Martin carries it three. Young finds Paydirt from three yards out. Seven plays, 39 yards, blows this one open. 49-14, to 14, the Hawkeyes lead the Huskers. Wow. Nebraska, they go three and out once again. The offense sputtering for the Huskers. Iowa gets the ball back at their own 35. Ira Kelly Martin this time runs for 57 yards down to the Nebraska 8. Two plays later, IKM finds the end zone. Touchdown. Hawkeyes, three plays, 65 yards. All Ivory Kelly Martin, 56-14. to 14. Huskers get the ball back. Nothing good for Nebraska in the second half on the offensive side of the ball. This time, Tanner Lee picked by Christian Welch on the next possession. Iowa goes ahead. They just run clock. Torn Young totes the ball quite a bit. Turn it over on downs. Nebraska can't do much. They get a first down, but they can't really do much much game over your final from Lincoln 56 to 14 I think Jake Gervas after the game put it best here's Jake Gervas on Iowa and how they won this one oh we came out with that big kick return offense punched it in right away got a quick three and out and then from there you know the offense kind of took care of the rest they're running the ball well defensively we got a lot of three and outs and uh, like like I said we didn't give up any points in the second half and the offense took care of the rest so it was a good team win all three phases between offense defense and special teams they won all three phases. Typically, when you win 56 to 14, you won all three phases. Iowa goes seven and five in the regular season, four and five in the Big Ten, ten and two in trophy games recently. That's damn good, if you ask me. And they've beat Nebraska three straight times. Four out of the last five matchups they've played against the Huskers, they've been victorious. That's dominant, folks. That that's dominant. The only time that Nebraska won was the overtime victory in Iowa City uh, back in 2014. If you remember that game, uh, it was 37 to 34. Tough, tough, tough fought game. That was a Jake Rudock deal at the end of the game. He brought Iowa back in that one. Then the Huskers ended up beating them anyway. But the last five years, Iowa's played very well in this rivalry in this series. So interesting stuff going forward. We're gonna go ahead and take a real quick break. This is Quick Hits around Hawkeyes Mike. I'm your host, Tyler Chumlin. If you ever want to get in contact with us, email us, info at HawkeyesMike.com, or you can email me, Tyler at HawkeyesMike.com, or you can interact with us on Twitter, at HawkeyesMike on Twitter, as well as at Tyler Chumlin. We're going to take a real quick break. We're going to get through the individual stats, team stats. We're going to hear from all sorts of players. James Daniels, Akram Wadley, Kirk Ferentz, Nate Stanley, Josh Jackson, Josie Jewell. Get through the Big Ten scoreboard update, and then we're going to talk bowl games. The Iowa Hawkeyes have three, maybe four Four possible destinations that they could be playing in bowl games. One of them is interesting. I'm not sure if a lot of Iowa fans are going to want to go to colder weather in New York City. A couple of them might be very interesting, though, as they could be going to warmer temperatures. This is Quick Hits. We're going to take a real quick break. We'll be back with more after this here on Hawkeyes Mike. <laughs> 
They've got an important play in front of them, the Huskers do. Third down, they need a long four just outside of their 30. Lee's pass is intercepted. The interception by Ben Neiman right to the linebacker, Neiman. He's recovered a fumble this year, and now he has a pick against the Huskers. The woes continue here for Nebraska. I mean, this is snowballing in a hurry. For the Iowa defense, their 17th interception of the year. Top 10 in FBS. They lead the Big Ten in interceptions as a defense. Hawkeyes Mike programs are brought to you in part by Prefence Hand Sanitizer. One application lasts all day. Try the hand sanitizer used by the Iowa Hawkeyes. And remember, the best defense is Prefence. And by TNK Roofing and Sheet Metal, building strong and safe in the Midwest for over 50 years. How many things have you touched today? Hmm? Ooh, a puppy! <laughs> How many places have your hands been? Ooh, a keyboard. 24-hour hand sanitizer protection just makes sense. Prefins, a silica-based hand sanitizer protects your hands all day. Stays on up to 10 washings, moisturizes, alcohol-free, and safe for the kids. So go ahead, touch anything and everything. Ooh, a toilet. Prefins, keep your hands germ-free all day. Do you want to learn more about kicking and punting? It's hard to find quality training for place kicking and punting, especially with a coach who will give you full attention and who cares about your growth as a person as well as a kicker. That's why Kaluzi Kicking is here. Kaluzi Kicking strives to bring out the very best in every student athlete by utilizing hands-on training, video analysis, and athlete marketing. Kaluzi Kicking is a family-oriented company and believes in working hard to help achieve your goals. The Kaluzi Kicking team will provide you the resources you need to perfect every aspect of the kicking game as you aspire to play at the next level. You can find out more information at kaluzikicking.com. Or you can email us, info at kaluzikicking.com. They're ready to go on third and goal at the five. And the quick roll and throw by Stanley. He finds Noah Fant into the end zone for the ninth time this year for Iowa. He already has the Iowa record for touchdown receptions in a season by a tight end. And the sophomore from Omaha with his ninth TD, his 26th catch. The drive continued after the special team's penalty on Nebraska. And the drive ends with the third and goal touchdown pass to Noah Fant, 14-14 in Lincoln. Welcome back to Quick Hits here on Hawkeyes Mike. I'm your host, Tyler Chumwin. The final edition of Quick Hits for 27th, well, possibly for 2017. It is the final one for the regular season. Thank you very much for joining us all year. Thank you very much for interacting with us on Twitter, at Hawkeyes Mike, at Tyler Chumlin. It's been one heck of a season. I've had a good time doing quick hits a little bit differently this year. I think we're really overhauling, really revamping how we do things here at Hawkeyes Mike. We've been doing this for over, for over 10 years. This is our 11th year now doing this, and we've had a good time interacting with people. So, let's wrap this thing up against Nebraska, the game against Nebraska. 56-14. to The Hawkeyes bring back the Heroes Trophy for the third time in a row. Four out of the last five years, they beat Nebraska. And Iowa overall is going to look at this and think, okay, huge momentum, huge momentum win. And a big part of that is statistics and what they were able to do. And not only did Iowa dominate this thing on the scoreboard, but they dominated this thing in the stats. Total yards, Iowa had 505 to Nebraska's 267. Iowa only had 192 of those on the on, in the air. 313 yards on the ground, 6.7 yards per rush. That's pretty good on 47 attempts. Nebraska, they had 200 of their yards through the air, only 67 yards on the ground. 
Uh, penalties, Iowa had three for 30, Nebraska had three for 19. First downs, Iowa 23, Nebraska had 12. Third downs, Iowa not very good. Okay, four of 11, Nebraska five of 15. Iowa only one of four on fourth down, Nebraska 0 for 2. Uh, turnovers, Nebraska had three big turnovers. Iowa was able to ball hawk a little bit on, on defense. A couple nice interceptions by Jewel and Neiman. And then uh, at the end of the game, Christian Walsh getting involved as well. Time possession, Iowa 33-09, Nebraska 26-51. One of the big things we're going to talk about is that run game. And after the game, James Daniels was asked about that, about the about run game. And he goes back to the term that we hear all the time with this Iowa football team, that's execution. Here's James Daniels following the beatdown over Nebraska. It is execution. I mean, and we started off getting like four or five yard runs. We had a couple of negative runs, but I mean, we just keep on shipping away, shipping away. I mean, we have, we start breaking a couple of runs and I mean, that's all it is. Let's run through individual statistics. Let's start with Nebraska. Tanner Lee, 22 of 41, two touchdowns, three picks. He had 205 yards. Zach Darlington had one completion on one attempt, minus five yards. That was on the fake field goal. Nebraska rushing. Mikhail Wilbon had seven carries for 39 yards. Jalen Bradley had nine for 19. Devin Ozigbo, he had three for 13. Tajon Lindsay had one for one. And then Tanner Lee had one. He's credited with negative five yards. Receiving for the Huskers, Stanley Morgan Jr., seven catches, 74 yards, and two touchdowns. DeMornay Pearson L., he had three for 30. Tyler Hopps, he had three or four for 37. Kane Williams had one for 19. Mikhail Wilbon had four for 18. Jack Stoll had one for 12. Jalen Bradley had one for seven. Devon Ozigbo, he had one for minus one. And then Luke McNitt, he had one for minus five. Let's hop over to the Iowa side of things. Nate Stanley, pretty solid day for Stanley. Didn't have to do much, to be honest. 13 of 20, 192 yards, two touchdowns on the day. Rushing, though, Akram Wadley, 19 carries, 159 yards, three touchdowns for the senior. Akram Wadley went over 1,000 yards. He's the That's two years in a row, back-to-back. Thousand yard rusher. Last time someone did that, Fred Russell. That was a while ago. <laughs> let's talk about Akron Wildly a little bit. Well, first of all, let's let Akron Wildly talk about Akron Wildly a little bit. Here's Wildly after the game on being a thousand yard rusher for the second straight season. This big time, you know, this big time, man. Uh, you know, speech. Uh, I always, uh, I set my goals at the beginning of the season, and uh, one of my goals was to get over a thousand. My goal was to be back to back thousand yard rushers. Um, that's that big time for me. Now here's his head coach, Kirk Ferentz, on Akram Wildly and what he's been able to do. And, and two two thousand yard seasons in a row is nothing to scoff at. That's nothing. It's a very very solid accomplishment. Here's Kirk Ferentz talking about his senior running back. Uh, the one thing about him from day one was that uh, he's, he's a guy with a good attitude. Uh, he was really skinny, but he's got a good attitude, a little bit like a mirror, uh, and likes football and all that type of thing. So it's just a matter of him. Uh, working on things, uh, you know, week by week, day by day, month by month, however we'll look at it. And, um, you know, we weren't sure how it was going to turn out, but the, the guy's got ability, and he's a, Akram's a good guy. Uh, so, you know, I think once that Northwestern game just seemed like that was kind of the turning point in his career, and then to his credit, he's, he's really played well since that time. So, you know, at some point, everybody's got that, not everybody, but a lot of players have that moment where, you know, things finally become a little bit more apparent to him what they need to do, and uh, you know, he's been a big part of uh, the success that we've had the last two years. It's amazing. You look at what Akron Wildley's been able to do, and he's had some ups and downs. He struggled with fumbles early on in his career. He still does. I mean, he had a fumble in this game. Luckily, Amir Smith-Marset was able to hop on it. But, I mean, 19 carries, 159 yards, and three touchdowns. What a way to go out. As a senior, on the road, wrapping up Big Ten play, this is a big win. This 7-5 and five season, if you if you go 6-6, six and six, that's a big deal because we're going to talk about bowl games here in a minute. And where Iowa ends up, they're going to have a chance to win a bowl game. I really do 
believe that. I think this Iowa team can beat anybody. Therefore, I think that momentum, the fact that they haven't been able to win one, can really prove to be important going into the bowl game. And Akron Wildly is a big part of that. And the offensive line is a big part of that. But Akron Wildly has really, really personified for me this Iowa team. When Wildly goes, Iowa goes. When he doesn't have success, they don't re- they don't win very often. And you look at every game that they've had, and I've been in that room having that conversation with him. When he goes, Iowa goes. And it's important to have a guy like that bridge the gap. Because I think Iowa's in, in that period right now. They're bridging the gap from last season to next season. I think next year, Iowa could have a very special team. Their schedule sets up a lot better than it did this year. They don't play every one of the best teams from the Eastern Conference, the Eastern Division. And I think this is a great, great deal. And he's he's a mentor. He's he's a tutor. He's taught some of these younger guys. Because next year, it's going to be the Torn Young and Ivory Kelly Martin show. And what Wiley's been able to do is fantastic. Let's keep going through Iowa's rushing stats. Ivory Kelly Martin had six carries for 90 yards and a touchdown. James Butler had nine carries for 36 yards and a touchdown. Torn Young had eight carries for 21 yards and a touchdown. Nick Easley had a carry for six. Emmer Smith-Marset had uh, five yards on no carries, no official carries uh, because of the fumble. Nate Stanley had two carries for four. Drake Kulik had one for one yard. That was a first down. And then Colton Rastetter credited with negative nine yards because uh, he had a fumble on that first punt of the day. And the one thing that you have to notice here is Iowa had six touchdowns from running backs. And Akram Wadley was asked about that after the game. And I, I love this quote from Akram Wadley on, on, th- on four, four separate guys getting touchdowns. Here's Wadley. Um, it's, just, it's, just, it's just it's everything, you know. Um, Torrin going to score, James Butler going to score, Ivory. Um, that's just love, you know. Um, we all could sit, you know, we all could have dinner with each other and just talk about, you know, everybody got love, everybody got fed. The other senior running back, I'd be remiss if I didn't play a clip from him. James Butler had nine carries, 36 yards, and a touchdown on the day. Here's Butler on what it takes to get over the poor performance the last few weeks in the run game and ultimately come in and blow the doors off Nebraska. Yeah, it just comes from uh, being able to flush it. You know, that, you know, it's been a sour taste you know, around Iowa City for the last two games you know, by our team. You know, we just want to show it. We just, we just know that you know, it's only us versus not everybody else. So we have to go prove ourselves every week. And I'm happy we're able to do that this week. Iowa receiving three catches, two touchdowns, 116 yards for Noah Fant. He led the way. Amir Smith-Marset had three catches for 26 yards. Matt Vandenberg had two for 25. Nick Easley had four for 17. And then Akram Wilder had one catch for eight yards. Defensively, Josie Jewell led the way with eight tackles, five solo, one tackle for loss, three passes defended, and an interception. Geno Stone had eight tackles. Two of those were solo. And a nice game for Geno Stone. Jake Gervas had five tackles. Three of those were solo tackles. Matt Hankins had five tackles. Two were solo, and he had a pass defended. Bo Bauer had five tackles. One of those was a solo tackle. Ben Neiman, four tackles. He had a pick on the day. Josh Jackson had four tackles. Two of those were solo tackles. One pass defended. Nathan Budgeta going back home to his home state. Three total tackles. Two of those were solo. One tackle for loss. Budgeta played a good game. Christian Welch had three tackles. One of the, He had also had a pick. Miles Taylor, two tackles. Manny Regumba had two tackles. Parker Hesse, two tackles. Anthony Nelson had two tackles. Chancey Golston, he had a tackle. Noah Clayberg, one tackle. Epineza had a tackle. It was, of course, a tackle for loss, as it always is. Aaron Men's had a tackle. Sam Brinks, Matt Nelson, John Milani, Brady Reef, Dominic Daphne, and West Vorak all had tackles for the Iowa Hawkeyes. That's going to do it for us here, talking about this game. 56-14, Iowa victorious in the Heroes Trophy game over the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Let's talk big picture. And to start with the big picture talk, let's go to a couple clips here. First one is Nate Stanley and what this win means for momentum going into December. Yeah, I mean, it, it just brings a lot of momentum to us, you know, uh, you know, for us to be able to finish like this and, you know, uh, 
you know, especially for the seniors and, and all the leaders on the team, you know, that put in the tournament. Bunch of time, you know, it, it's just, it's really big for us to, to get a win like this. There's Stanley. Now here's Josh Jackson on the momentum of getting a big win against Nebraska heading into bowl season. Um, just a lot of confidence and momentum, so we just want to feed off that and uh, get the win wherever we go. I don't think you ever want to lose, but ending the regular season on a win is huge, and Josie Jewell knows that just as much as anybody. It's a lot, you know, you know it's, we didn't want to lose this game, um, you know, start the bowl press in a negative way. Uh, so I think it was great by the rest of the team, you know, being able to stay positive, uh, being able to go through last week um, hungry, um, and be able to, you know, come out with, you know, a shorter practice, uh, you know, shorter practice that we have, shorter week to be able to get it done like this. Okay, now let's do what I hate when people do. <laughs> We're to the point in time of the season where I think bowl projections actually do matter because I think you can you can put your finger on the pulse of where a team can actually go. Prior to the last week, I think it's really, really tough to do that. Three bowl games have come up for Iowa from a lot of different people. Those three bowl games being the Music City Bowl, the Foster Farms Bowl, and the Pinstripe Bowl. Uh, I've also heard at one point in time, I think someone talked about the possibility of the holiday Day Bowl. I don't think that's going to happen for Iowa. Um, I think the Pinstripe Bowl is the one that's the favorite. I think a lot of people are projecting them to play a team like a Boston College. Um, last week I, I looked at, I think it was Wake Forest, possibly a Virginia um, in the Pinstripe Bowl. They could even play a team like Louisville. Um, that's what the projections are. I've looked at a lot of them. Sporting News, uh, CBS, ESPN. I think Sports Illustrated has them against, in the Foster Farms Bowl, possibly um, against a team like Washington. That'd be interesting. Or Washington State even. I, I, I'm not really sure. What I do know is that wherever Iowa does go, bowling they need to win <laughs> and it's i don't want to say it's do or die but at this point in time i mean they, they haven't won a bowl game in in a while and i have a hard time with this because not only have they not won bowl games recently because kirk ferentz there for a long time was having a lot of success in bowl games and not only have they not won a bowl game for let's see seven years now they've been embarrassed in those bowl games you look at what happened in the outback bowl last year and the rose bowl was even worse it's Slayer Bowl against Tennessee was really bad as well. Uh, the Outback Bowl in 2013, that game against LSU where they lost, you know, it was 21 to seven, but but still they were dominated most most fast of the game. This is a big deal. Everyone wants to complain about Kirk Ferentz's salary, and I think that there are some people out there that, that do a good job of complaining about Kirk Ferentz's salary. A lot of most people don't because they have no idea what they're, what they're talking about in regards to consistency. I mean, you look at what Iowa's been able to do. They haven't. There's only been two years since 2001 where they haven't gone to a bowl game, and they've won BCS bowl games. They've been a player nationally for many, many years with Kirk Ferentz at the helm. But the one thing right now, the monkey on his back, is this bowl loss record, this bowl loss streak. You can't lose six bowl games in a row. You just can't. And they need to, wherever they show up, if it's Pinstripe Bowl against Boston College or Louisville, it's the Music City, but it doesn't matter where they go. They need to win. And they need to win now. And that's just the case. That's where we're at at this point in time with Kirk Ferentz. And we're going to hear from Kirk Ferentz going forward these next few weeks. And it's dire time. It really is. None of these seniors have won a bowl game. Nobody on this Iowa team. No, that's not true. Technically, guys on this team have transfers and whatnot. But people have not won bowl games. And they need to. That's about as brutally honest as I can be as 
far as an analysis standpoint. So Iowa needs to win, whether they end up in the Pinstripe Bowl or the Holiday Bowl or Music City Bowl, wherever they go. Foster Farms, but it doesn't matter. They have to win. So we'll see where they go. We'll find out next week after all the cards fall and all the Big Ten, all the Big Ten championship and Big Twelve championship. All those guys, all those games have been decided. We'll find out next week, and hopefully Iowa gets a favorable draw. But as I said, they got to win. That's gonna do it for us here on Quick Hits, the final edition of the regular season for Quick Hits. Before I get wrap things up totally, let's go ahead and go through a Big Ten scoreboard. Number five, Wisconsin routed Minnesota 31 to zero. Five and seven, Minnesota. They gave PJ Fleck an extension last week for some reason. Not sure why. Number nine, Ohio State. Ten points in the fourth quarter to beat Michigan 31 to 20. Michigan hasn't beat Ohio State a lot in the last 15 years, folks. Penn State number 10, 66. Maryland three. Michigan State number 16, 40 Rutgers seven. Number 22 Northwestern 42. Illinois seven. Watch out Northwestern. They've won seven games in a row to end the season. And then Purdue they get to bowl eligibility 31 to 24 victory over the Indiana Hoosiers. There you have it. That's gonna do it for us here on Quick Hits. Appreciate you. Thank you very much for listening. It's been a great season, regular season wise. Look forward to things going forward. Look forward to the bowl season. Look forward to doing one last edition of Quick Hits. We've got big things cooking for you. Basketball season's coming up. Wrestling season's upon us as well. Everything's right here. Hawkeyes Mike, we've been doing this for 11 years. We love the interaction, love talking with people, love corresponding back and forth. Credit to FS1 for clips used in this program. That's going to do it for me here on Quick Hits. I'm your host, Tyler Chumlin. We'll be back after the bowl game, but keep it tuned right here to Hawkeyes Mike for all sorts of updates as we go into the month of December. Look forward to interacting with anybody. If you have any questions you'd like to advertise with us, be a part of our team, email info at hawkeyesmike.com or you can email me tyler at hawkeyesmike.com. That's going to do it for us here on Quick Hits. The Hawkeyes victorious over Nebraska, 56-14. to The Heroes Trophy coming back to Iowa City. Thanks for listening. We'll be back after the bowl game. This is Quick Hits here on Hawkeyes Mike. And broadcast school has really paid off. Are you looking for a new, rewarding career with great benefits? TNK Roofing and Sheet Metal in Ely, Iowa, just south of Cedar Rapids, provides great career opportunities with wages starting at $20 an hour, including benefits. Give TNK a call today at 319-848-4191 or toll free at 1-800-383-7663 to begin your roofing career today. $20 per hour starting wage, including benefits. You can't beat that. Give TNK a call at 319-848-4191 or toll free 1-800-383-7663. 383-7663. You can also visit their brand new website at tkroofing.com. TNK Roofing, a proud union company and member of Built by Pros in Eastern Iowa. This has been a presentation of Hawkeye's Mike LLC.